There's plenty to celebrate in March and craft month with the perfect pizza at home class from craftsy and anytime is right to listen to iheart radio's iheart country radio discover more shows and movies for free yes we are welcoming a new show to iheart and the draft kings youtube channel it's called point game with john wall and cj toladano john wall doesn't need no introduction. It's an insider's look at the NBA and culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick of the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Hi, it's Gabby Reese, and this podcast is powered by Laird Superfood. It was created in our kitchen by my husband, big wave surfer Laird Hamilton, and it all started with a simple idea. What began as Laird's secret for long-lasting energy on the waves is now Laird Superfood, offering a full range of delicious plant-based creamers, coffee, greens, and more. Visit LairdSuperfood.com and use the code GABBY2024 and save 20% on your first order. Yes, Brand New Bang and I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast is here. Higgity have no fear on today's I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast. He's back. The unpredictable Dean Collins is back. The co-host from the West Coast, Dean Collins is here. We're breaking down our review of the Ben Affleck-directed Matt Damon starring movie Air about the legacy of the Nike Air Jordan plus... We're catching up on all things and everything on a fantastic, hard-hitting Scotty Pippen Michael Jordan podcast. I know my voice is a little fucked up, but you do not want to miss this outstanding museum quality. I am Rappaport Stereo Podcast. Miles Jordan, a.k.a. The Bleach Brothers. Start this puppy off with something real nice. Start this puppy off with something real loud. But most importantly, start this puppy off with something real funky. This is the I am Rappaport Stereo Podcast. the Iron Dome of Disruption. Welcome to the Ziggity Zone of Disruption. My name is Michael Rappaport, a.k.a. the Gringo Mandingo, a.k.a. the Monster of Mucus, a.k.a. the Inflamed Ashkenazi, a.k.a. the Sultan of Sniff. Sounded like Jadakiss on the mic. You hear the raspiness? Sound like Sticky Fingers on the mic. Fredro Star on the mic. Welcome to the Iron Rappaport Stereo Pockets. Welcome to the Iron Dome of Disruption. Welcome to the Ziggy Zone of Disruption. The part-time, sometime, you never know when, co-host with the most, Deuce Cuddles, a.k.a. Deuce Pacino, a.k.a. Deuce Collins is in Sukasa. Deuce Pacino is rocking with the very best. Honored. What a privilege 
how exciting it is to have him back. Dean Collins, how are you, my friend, me amigo? Hey, bro, I'm doing good. Um, it, I mean, it doesn't sound like you're doing good. I'm doing just fine. Those, those are the kind of comments we don't need when we're fighting to get our voice back. But I just got myself a nice steroid pack. Just got myself some nice antibiotics. We're speaking from the diaphragm. Mm. And, you know, the show must go on. I don't call myself a professional podcaster because it sounds good. I call myself a professional podcaster because when it's 15 rounds and you're going into those Jake LaMotta, Sugar Ray Robinson rounds, those Rocky Balboa versus Apollo Creed rounds, you need to be able to dig deep when you're going into those Ali Frazier, Thrillin' Manila, Ali Frazier at the Garden, round 13, round 14 sometimes isn't pretty. But I'm here, and we brought you in because we know that you can carry your weight, and you could Scotty Pippen me through this podcast. Um, 100%. I've, I've I, sounded I, work. Excuse me. Right. I just I never know when it's going to end because I mean you're you're still you're still using your voice. You've introduced me. I've said hello so far, but you're still going somehow. So, and 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 before we started the podcast, you said I'm going to really need you to step in and kind of do the heavy lifting. I don't want to talk as much, and you're still talking. That's the thing. You've lost this voice, but it's like you can't help yourself, and you're comparing yourself to oh, I'm kind of like Jada Kiss on the mic, and I got like. I got a, a little rasp going on. Like, like I don't know who you think you are. You just sound sick. You sound like you fucking don't have a voice is what you sound like. You know, you know I, I wouldn't compare yourself to anybody else. But no, sorry for interrupting. What were you going to say? No, 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 that's good. I was just going to say you, you could Scotty Pippen me to this win out in Utah. But, mm. but uh, I appreciate that. I appreciate the support. And I appreciate uh, you being here as always. You know, the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast, uh, the fans, listeners worldwide, they're always curious about Deuce Pacino. They're always, um, uh, you know, concerned about Deuce Pacino. And everybody's always happy to hear Deuce Pacino. So I'll start off with this, Collins. <laughs> How are you feeling, my friend? I feel good. I, I mean, I feel good. I'm a little tired because... I mean, well, we're on a three-hour time difference, whatever. So, it's, I mean, it's not that early in L.A. It's 9 o'clock. You know, I should be kind of getting up at this hour anyway. But I was staying up pretty late last night because the new Love is Blind, a couple, like the last episode came out last night at midnight. It comes out at midnight on Netflix. So, stayed up for that, watched that. Um, are you caught up with all the Love is Blind? No, I didn't see the last episode. So, is there only one final episode where everything wraps up or are they going to divvy it out and there's more final episodes one final episode where it all wraps up it's just the weddings and then they're doing a live reunion like a live reunion i think on sunday i don't know if it's this sunday or next sunday but i mean i kind of preferred the, the last season of love is blind i thought that one was a little bit better there's nobody on this season that i really give a shit about but who, like, who, what's your whole take on it? I mean, what's, who are you, like, rooting for? Who do you like? Who do you hate? You know, I didn't really dislike anybody. The, the girl who was with Zach, what is her name at first? I, the, the first, Irina, what a, she God. was She was terrible. Terrible. She, she, she was rude to my man, Zach. 
He's um, he's not he's kind of a creep though. He's got that mile long stare though too. He's listen. You say, if, if some would say you're a creep. I think Zach is very well intentioned. He can't help that he doesn't blink much. I think it was rude when she first met him to call him. You know to say that he looks like a cartoon character and like she was just rude. And I think that Jacqueline oh. was off her rocker. Uh, but you know it's it's an entertaining show. But I, I will say. You know, like uh, what you said, I don't think it was the best, best season, but I still think it's a fantastic show. And if you're looking for a reality show to get into, Love is Blind is a very, very uh, a good show, and I enjoyed it. But totally. I, did not, I did not watch that last episode, so we don't want any spoilers. We don't want you ruin it for me or anybody else, Dean. Okay, okay, I won't. I, I didn't know. I didn't. Uh, you're always like a, a beat behind, so I, you're never caught no, I'm up. Not, I mean, I'm not a fucking beat behind i'm not staying up till midnight to watch <laughs> love is blind at midnight I'm you're, not, you're I, right that's fair okay I'm, I'm not i'm not doing that i'm fucking sleeping at midnight i'm, I'm probably sleeping at, at that point two hours all right okay? well i did well, stay up to watch vanderpump rules and watch what happens live and i know there are a lot of listeners of the podcast that um and i will say this next week next wednesday I will be on Watch What Happens Live. I'll be on Watch What Happens Live uh, April 19th um, with Sheena Shea from Vanderpump Rules. And everybody knows that I love uh, all things Bravo. Everybody loves that uh, if, you, if you've been watching Vanderpump Rules, I mean, you want to talk about a soap opera? You want to talk about a shit show? You want to talk about, you know, superseding just the Bravo universe? This season of Vanderpump Rules has been an excellent, excellent, messy, fantastic season. And I will be breaking it all down on a Watch What Happens Live uh, on the 19th. Along, along with, I will be in uh, Jersey the 21st and the 22nd at Uncle Vinny's out there in Point Pleasant, New Jersey, which I think is the home of Jersey Mike's. I believe that the company Jersey Mike's started in Point Pleasant. So I'll be out there, then I'll be in Philadelphia the 27th, 28th, and 29th. That's why I'm hopped up on the steroids. That's why I'm hopped up on the antibiotics. And we're just trying to do everything we can to not wind up in the hospital with pneumonia again. We're just trying to avoid that. No one wants that. Did, did, did you get a shot? Like you said, they gave you the antibiotic. Did you get the shot in your ass? Because I've, I've had that before, and it brings you back to life. I mean, you're like on your deathbed, and they put that shot in your ass, and boom, you're like... You're ready to go after that. You're like Jonah Hill and uh, and Wolf of Wall Street with that cocaine. They gave me that shot in the ass, and I've been working out. I, I but I just my voice hasn't come back. We, we we all know the mechanics of the monster of mucus, which is a nickname my my wife uh, gave me. You know, my wife is the one who came up with Gringo Mandingo. She came up with that while we were in Mexico, and that of course has taken on a life of his own. And then this week. She gave me the monster of mucus, which sounds like almost like a like a heavy metal band. In my opinion, that's like a punk rock band. Um, so I like that nickname. And the AKAs, they just keep coming. You know, I mean, just, wow, what a moniker. She I mean, I didn't know she came up with Gringo Mandingo. And you know what? You don't give her enough credit for that, I, I feel like. Cause cause people, when they go to your shows, I mean, it's like gringo, gringo, gringo. And and I have a feeling she didn't see a, a cent. Huh. From that, those proceeds of whatever shirts huh. you're making, and you want to know how I know that? Huh? Because I didn't see a cent of any of the proceeds 
and all, all, all the money that you made off of my uh, murder doc and chill. It's yeah. like you don't like to give the people all, credit. All, all the money we made off of our t-shirt business. The five yeah. shirts that sold. Listen, I gave away more t-shirts than we sold. <laughs> I don't know why. Our t-shirts, anybody who owns a sucker shit t-shirt, anybody yep. that owns I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast t-shirts, they're still wearing, they're still talking about them. And no one has ever said, yo, this t-shirt is a piece of shit. No mm -hmm. one has ever said this T-shirt washed uh, and went from an extra large to a, me a medium. You know, we, we put out good products, but I'm not going to put out good products if people ain't buying them. I mean, the Netflix, uh, the Murder Doc and Chill T-shirt was great. The Gringo Mandingo T-shirts were great. The I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast T-shirts that um, Ian John did. The um, T-shirts that, of course, Mr. New York did. Um, they're all great. People that have them, they love them. The Raging Bull T-shirt that uh, Shane Schroeder did. All gorgeous T-shirts, but... You know, I'm not going to be sitting out here. No, because it we hurts tried. my feelings. We, we tried. tried. We, we and you know what? We tried to bring it back. Like what we did it last year on the podcast, where we we did a whole like resurgence with the t-shirts. We said we'll try if you guys buy it. We'll Kurt put them, Cobain, it, fake Kurt Cobain t-shirts. It's like I still don't have a t. By the way, I still don't own a fake Kurt Cobain t-shirt. My friend texted me saying my Kurt Cobain shirt got came in the mail, and I was like, that's awesome because I don't have one. I don't have the shirt, so. That shirt means nothing to me at this point. So don't don't talk to me about the earnings from the t-shirt business. I have a guy who who got angry at me about the earnings from the t-shirt business, and I was like, "You fucking dummy! There's nobody on this planet who will ever say that Michael Rapport owes them money." I said, "If there was fucking yeah. money to be made on t-shirts, you'd get it. No one buys the fucking t-shirts." Hey, I mean, weren't you in the like one day like we were putting them in the envelopes and shit? Were yeah. We oh. I was packing the ori the original shirts we were packing at your old house like seven years ago, but I still have my sucker shit shirt. I have a couple of the uh, the classics, and I'm happy with them. Um, but yeah, we like all those. Speaking of t-shirts, speaking of pop culture, I went to the movie theater for the very first time. We figured out the last time we went to the movie theater was when me and my wife went to go see Uncut Gems in 2019. Oh What's wrong with you? We just haven't been. I haven't been compelled. I've seen things on Netflix. I've seen things on Hulu, Amazon. That's uh, sad. That is fucking sad, the world that we're living in today, where you haven't been to a movie theater in four fucking years. I mean, I get the pandemic and all this shit, but like, I guess that, that plays a big part. But still, you, I mean, and I knew you when we were, like, when I was younger, I mean, we would go to a movie after work, like three times a week, four times a week, maybe. I mean, we were always going to the movies. Yep. Yep. Well, you know, uh, based on, uh, you know, the pandemic threw off our rhythm, you know, the fact that there's not that many great movies uh, threw off my rhythm. And also, you know, I'm, you know, fortunate that I could pay for things. But my wife pointed out when we were going into the theater, the fucking tickets for air. And we were at those uh, the theater where you could have the the reclining seats. Tw what was it? Was it twenty dollar a fucking ticket? That's how it is these days. Twenty dollars. It's really expensive. Then you go to the concession stand, you get a water and a popcorn, and that's fourteen dollars. Yeah. So, so my wife is just it's like you know we're going for a little afternoon delight. You know we're shelling out like a hundred bucks, and and for me I'm fortunate that I could pay for that. But I'm like no wonder the fucking movie business is in the toilet. Who the fuck could pay? $20 a ticket, you know, even, I don't know how much it is in a regular theater, but in Manhattan, 20 fucking bucks is ridiculous. That being said, I saw air 
and I did not ask you if you saw it. Uh, did you see Air? I saw Air too. I went to the movie theater last week and I saw it. I, I personally, I really liked it. I thought it was a really good movie. Ben Affleck directed it. Matt Damon. They're you know collaborating. I'm I'm sure they've collaborated multiple times since Good Will Hunting, but I thought it was awesome. Um, what did you think about it? I really, really liked it. I thought it was great. I thought the direction was great. I thought the acting was great. I thought that Matt Damon was great. I thought that Ben Affleck was great. I thought that Viola Davis was great. You know, uh, the story's been told many times from many different point of views, whether it was in the Last Dance um, documentary or whether it was in different Nike documentaries or it was in there was a documentary about this Sonny Vaccaro character. Um, it's very fun. It's about 95 minutes long, which I loved. Um, I loved my peanut M&Ms. We had some <laughs> great popcorn. I loved the cinematography. I loved the pace of it. I loved the soundtrack. You know, it's a very uh, easy-to-watch film. I uh, am extremely impressed. Couldn't be more impressed with the evolution of Ben Affleck's career as a director. He's three for three. He's a great fucking director. I mean, an excellent, excellent director. He really four, knows how to four. tell a story. Four for four. Four for four? Yeah. He did Gone Baby Gone, oh, right. The Town, Argo, and this one. He's a great director, and I thought he was great in the film. The one problem that I had with the film is the story being told. You know, I think it was, it was skewed a little bit, you know, but that's the way the story has been told. You know, when something as big as Air Jordan is created, and, and you know, when you're doing it, you don't know how big it's going to turn out. You know, everybody sort of says, well, I came up with the name. I came up with the name. I went to the house. I visited the Jordans. So there's been different sort of tellings of that story. I actually rewatched episode three or four of The Last Dance to sort of, you know, line it up with the movie Air. But uh, aside from just being, you know, you know, knowing a little bit about the story, I thought it was great. I give it a double, double two thumbs up, four and a half stars. Uh, maybe even five stars out of five stars. It's a very, very good Hollywood, fun, pop culture film. The soundtrack is great. The movie takes place in 1983-84. Um, I also found out that there was a 28-day shooting uh, schedule, and Ben Affleck got it done in 23 days. 23 days of shooting, which is fucking... You never hear that a film chops that many days off their shooting and you got to give that credit to Ben Affleck because he's obviously just very clear and confident as a director at this point. So I really enjoyed it. And you know, if you're looking for a movie to go see and you could find a theater that you could afford tickets to go see it. Um, I can't say enough about, uh, going to see air. I thought it was dope. Yeah, I totally agree. It, it was fun seeing it in the theaters and that other, you know, who was really funny in it was the, uh, the shoe creator who actually makes the shoe. He was really funny. He had me laughing out loud a lot. But um, I, And I noticed when I was walking out of that theater, because it was packed, I started you know, looking down at everyone's shoes and everyone was wearing Air Jordans. And you see how it's just like, what a fucking impact that shoe has made on, on the world. And, um, and also to see that Michael Jordan makes $400 million a year in passive income, passive income just from that shoe is insane to me insane and what does passive income mean isn't that where he's, he's like doesn't have to do anything it just like rolls in like he could be on the golf course and it's just like he doesn't have it's just he gets it from the shoe i i think 
Uh, I yeah, mean, I, I think that's what I mean. You said passive income. I like didn't he, go to business school, and I only know it because it was on the it was on the end title of the thing. He makes four hundred million dollars in passive. It's not a word I'd ever use. I went to film school, and I and I barely went to film school. I paid people to do my papers at film school, and I'm in film. That how I mean, huh. that speaks volumes. Well, yeah, I mean the fact that he makes you, you know, and this was again, this has been told before. Nike was hoping to make three million dollars off the right. sh- the sell of the shoes the first year, and it made like one hundred eighty three million dollars the first year. I mean, they created like you know Crest toothpaste or yeah. you know Pepsi or like Ivory soap. It's a once in a lifetime thing, and uh, you know it's just a real fun you know concise story. It's told very well. It has a lot of pace and a lot of humor. And a lot of pop culture moments. And, you know, I haven't been able to get uh, Cindy Lauper's time after time out of my head. Where, where I did not wear my Jordans to the theater. Me and my wife were both saying that we should have wore Jordans to the theater. She wore some uh, some Nike, uh, some uh, Air Force Ones. Um, where'd you go to see the movie? I went to go see it at the Grove in L.A. And it was packed. It's been really packed over there. I mean, I haven't seen a wow. lot of movies lately, but... Uh, that one got me out of my house to go see it. I highly recommend it. Really fun movie. I am Rappaport Podcast. We are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and culture surrounding the league. John Wall, baby. Needs no introduction. Every week, the five-time NBA All-Star and the number one pick. In the 2010 NBA draft, John Wall will give his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA and what's going on now in the league. CJ will bring his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John Wall will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show to give their unfiltered accounts of what's really going on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free.
Have you heard of the show on Netflix, Beef? Yes, started watching it, really like I, it. I, I like it too, because people were telling me to watch it. I was like, I don't know what the fuck this is. And, you know, two strangers get into a road rage incident with each other. And, it, you know, all the you, fucking... You can relate to that. I, I find myself really relating to a lot of things in the show, especially the road rage incident, especially. But I don't know how far into it you are, but it kind of reminds, like, this woman in Ali Wong who's a comedian, she's like doing things that we do on the shame game. Like she's creating like profiles to like, like catfish certain people into like, I mean, I I find myself really relating to a lot of the characters and, and the lengths you'll go when you're angry with somebody. Um, It's a good show though. And, and everyone in it is really good. It's I I'm still watching it, but uh, I like it. Uh, Yeah. I only watched the first episode. My wife uh, got through all 10 episodes quickly. She doesn't fuck around when it comes to the binging and uh, uh, but I'm gonna continue watching it, and uh, you know Ali Wong, I love her fucking comedy. Mm-hmm. She, I've never met her in real life. I've never seen her at the clubs. She's a fucking pisser. That Ali Wong on. Have you ever seen her comedy? I haven't seen her comedy, and I and I didn't really. I know that she does comedy, but in this show, you wouldn't really know because she's not doing any of that in the show. She's, Yo, I'm telling you, her com. Look on her page at her clips. Okay. She's got I think three specials. She's fucking funny. She's funny she's raunchy she's dirty she's got a fucking mouth on her on stage and i mean i just she's really good i mean i've never i've never you know you know normally we see all the comedians at the clubs the you know the biggest ones to the smallest ones i've never seen her in real life and you know i was a fan of her comedy um but you know now i want to finish watching beef and you know i I like when you know people um you know emerge the the other dude i don't know his name steven yoon yeah the the story he's good too yeah, I thought it was fucking dope. I, you know, I'm gonna continue watching it, and I, I love just how they set up the story with the road rage incident in the beginning. Speaking of road rage, yeah, Nate Diaz is set to fight Jake Paul in Dallas, where I just left. Shout out again to all the people that came to see uh, me perform in Dallas, August fifth. It's going down. Jake Paul, Nate Diaz. Eight rounds, boxing. Nate Diaz is one of my favorite fighters, boxing or MMA. Uh, truly like the raging bull of uh, UFC. I mean, just a tough, gritty fighter. Him and his brother, Nick Diaz. Fuck you and fuck the fucking Diaz brothers. And I cannot wait because I think that this is going to be the end of Jake Paul. Uh, they're fighting at 185 pounds. Nate Diaz is a tough, tough, tough fucking fighter obviously he's been through a lot of wars in mma uh but i think this is going to be the like the end of it because i think if jake paul loses this fight you can't really take him seriously as even a a, what do they call him an influencer boxer they don't Mm -hmm. call him a real boxer they call him an influencer boxer um so i am looking forward to that and i'm not going to go as far to say that i've been pushing for this fight and i may or may not have influenced it but I'm not going to go as far to say that I didn't. All I'm saying is that I am pretty much planning on going to Dallas for that fight in August because I'm that excited about it. Getting on planes is not my favorite thing, but based on my last trip uh, to Addison um, and knowing the city just a tiny bit and knowing that the arena is not that far from 
even where I was staying in Addison, this might be a trip that you uh, and me make in the summer, which is going to be brutally hot. Ringside, not second row, not third row, ringside for this fight. You don't got to ask me twice. I will be there. I'll wear a tank top. I'll wear a fucking bucket hat. Whatever I got to do, I will be there ringside with you. We'll be betting. I'll bet against that piece of shit, Jake Paul. I can't stand Jake Paul. I, I couldn't stand him when he was first starting this stupid career of his in, in boxing and all that. And I just told you, he's just taking our money. We just, everyone's watching it. He's making so much money off of it. We were betting. But uh, I'll, I'll be betting ringside in, in Dallas. For sure, I'll, I'll tag along with you. Have you ever worn a tank top and a bucket hat? Uh, together or separately? Together. Not not to maybe not together maybe not the bucket hat with the tank top but I used to wear tank tops to the gym when I was like twenty three twenty two and I thought that was like a good look it, it, my skin is too pale for that my arms are not big enough for that but I thought I was like oh I'm going to the gym I'm lifting some weights my arms never changed either it's not like the arms ever got bigger I mean they're fucking twigs that didn't look good especially Equinox West Hollywood when it's like a it's like a catwalk there. Everyone looks so great and they're tan and they come in with makeup and high heels and I didn't look good. And and someone should have slapped me across the face and, and told me to wake up and burn those tank tops because they were terrible. But uh, yeah. Let me tell you something. If we go to Dallas, you must wear a tank top and a bucket hat. <laughs> I, I, I may or may not wear a tank top and a bucket hat with you. I will wear a bucket hat, but that's my one that's my one requirement. If we go to Dallas, it's going to be so fucking hot because apparently yeah. Dallas is super duper hot. You must be in a tank top and a bucket hat. And we need some Ace Rothstein or Andrew oh, Dice Clay glasses while 100%. we're there too. The glasses we're, we're wearing no matter what. Yeah. But you in a bucket hat and a tank top, ringside, Nate Diaz, Jake Paul, Holy shit. Can I bring like a portable fan? Can I have like a, a mister with me too? I feel like that would be a good look. Bring it all. Okay. Bring it bring it fucking all. But I am pumped up about that fucking fight. I am very 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 excited about that fight. I'm also very excited about the Tank Davis Ryan Garcia fight uh which is next Saturday, the weekend that I'll be in Jersey, Point Pleasant, New Jersey. I don't know if I mentioned that. Uh, again, I'll be in Philadelphia the 27th, 28th, and 29th. And then in April, I'll be in Houston, Texas, uh, the 5th and the 6th, the 5th and the 6th in Houston, Texas. And I'm excited about that. And all tickets, obviously, are always available at Michael Rappaport, comedy, diggity.com. Are you watching anything else? I feel like this is like... They're starting to pick up again with the shows and things on streaming because it was it was kind of slow. But like, you know, I started last night again. Not that we don't have to dive into. It. I'll just give some recommendations. But um, the Boston Marathon documentary about the whole bombing and everything that happened back in 2013, which I remember exactly where I was. I was at Coachella when I heard that that went down. It was probably 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. And that was... I think that's tomorrow. I think the anniversary is actually tomorrow. Shit. Um, but uh, that has been, I've only started that. It's, I've been watching that 20 minutes. I remember all the footage. I remember everything that happened with that and what transpired, what a horrible tragedy that was. Um, but I started that. That's not light viewing. And um, you know what I actually started watching with 
my girlfriend again because she's never seen it all is uh the staircase with oh, michael shit. peterson and not the reenactment not the show with colin firth and tony collette and all them um but the actual documentary back in 2005 and then they have all the updates in 2013 and 2017 watched all that and uh that's fucking crazy that's another good rewatch if you're looking Dude, for do you watch the whole thing watch the whole thing and if you're looking for true crime if you've never seen the staircase it's on netflix if you don't know about it it was a famous writer a wealthy writer named michael peterson who got convicted of uh murder for apparently throwing his wife down the stairs and uh he claimed it was an accident but it's a wild ride and it shows them in the courtroom and him being on bond with his family at home and these french documentary filmmakers did it and uh it's it's really good. I I will always say if you're looking for true crime, the Jinx and the Staircase are two of like, the, those are like the Godfathers when it comes to true crime. Murder, yeah, the, stair, the Staircase is the is the OG. That's like the Godfather one and Godfather two. Yeah, exactly. So that's been a good rewatch, and I'm trying to think if there's anything else. But yeah, um, have you seen anything else that's worth putting on? Just started watching Beef, watching yeah. all my reality TV. And gearing up for these NBA playoffs, which are going to be dope. Um, but other than that, um, no, I haven't seen anything else. We talked about that Waco documentary. That was really fucking wacky. Haven't, I didn't see that yet. But On Netflix, you should watch that. And I want to watch that Boston Marathon documentary. And then OG Paul Wall said there's a really good uh, documentary about the guy who killed the rapper King Vaughn which is on YouTube, and he said it's, you know, he's like, not a lot of people know about it, but he said it's really fucked up and, you know, just crazy. Like, this really young kid was, like, doing a lot of crazy shit, uh, and, and apparently that's really good. And OG Paul Wall is always good for great recommendations. Oh, OG, and a, shout, a big shout-out to OG Paul Wall because he is the fucking man. He's such a cool dude. He's a great guy in real life, and, um, and I will never forget him hooking me up with his weed satellite og um he he gave me a generous amount of his weed satellite og and that is still some of the best weed i've ever smoked and i smoked it with my friend who was like this is the best weed i've ever smoked so shout out to og paul wall he's the man and and where are you at with uh your weed these days i haven't i haven't smoked in almost nine months which is the longest i've gone since i was probably 16 years old wow so that's been fucking crazy i don't miss it i'm better off without it for now i'm good i'm gonna i'm gonna try and make it a year if i can i think i could do it well you've but, done um, nine months if you want to make it a year you could definitely do it that's true that's true but at least but, you know you're not at like you're not like a crackhead where you're addicted to the shit that that's the hardest part though of, of anything whether you're an alcoholic or you're an addict with anything it's just is breaking that habit that's like the hardest part is you you're so in it you're so addicted to it but once you stop after a couple of weeks get it out of your system it's a lot easier not comparing weed to anything else but i i agree um anyway um well i think this is a, a fantastic episode as always it's always museum quality uh i want to try to keep my voice get my voice back because i got a busy week ahead yeah. as always and uh you know we're excited uh that you came we don't know when you're coming again. We don't know when Me you're either. Gonna... That's the beauty of it. That you don't know. And I can't tell you. I'm not going to give you a date. So it's it's always, I guess it's just a surprise. Well, I love that confidence and commitment. 
that that I really like, and I appreciate, and the dependability. Um, those things are really important, <laughs> uh, you know. And and the fans love it too. That like it's like the unpredictable Dean Collins. That that's another name. We the unpredictable have. Dean Collins. That's that's a nice mon- man. I love these monikers, man. I'm pretty good at it. Um. Anyway, came saw gave it all. Came saw gave it all. Five star review for the uh, Ben Affleck directed movie Air. Um, if you haven't ever watched The Staircase and you really want to get the OG, really compelling murder doc and chill, you should definitely watch uh, that on. Where is the, the Staircase? Netflix. Um, Netflix, man. Fucking Netflix. The motherfuckers really They got it do. all. They got it all. And we got it all. And you got it all. Came Saw Disrupted. Came Saw Disrupted. Miles Jordan, AK the Bleach Brothers, AK the Dust Brothers. Take me out of here. With something real nice, take me out of here with something real loud. But most importantly, end this puppy with something real funky. I am Rappaport Stereo Podcast. We're out. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.